0: say the game is getting old, Monday morning and your coffee's
1: cold, life is not what Hello
0: everyone and do. welcome to A New Direction, my name is Jay Izzo and oh, we do have another great show for you today. Uh, listen, I know so many of you uh, since the last time that per, uh chivors was on who is known as the Price Whisperer. Uh, <laughs> Uh, he was on, and I had a lot of you ask me questions that I could not possibly answer. Only pair should really be answering these questions. And they're very practical questions. Uh, some of you are new entrepreneurs and you're trying to figure out your pricing. how do I, how do I price this out? You know I I'm, I'm in the service industry, I don't know how to price this service amongst my competitors. You know I I'm in, I'm in B2B sales and I'm working with corporations. And we're new to the industry. We're trying to be competitive. I'm not sure how we can be competitive. Um, is it our pricing that's in the way? Um, how do we and how do we figure that out? And then I have a lot of small businesses say, you know, I want to compete uh, you know, in the market. I just don't know how to price it. And I I can't price it so low that I, I, I can't make any money. And at the same time, you know, I can't price. I gotta stay somehow competitive. How do I figure all this out? Mm-hmm. And so uh, Pear is gonna join us today. Uh, to help us kind of figure that out, we're, we're going to. This is going to be a very practical um, price whisperer show. <laughs> uh, no, we're going. This is a pricing show, and we're going to help you out here. And by the way, if you're joining us live, uh, as many of you do, uh, please feel free to uh, write in your questions. Uh, per is going to be happy to answer these questions as they come in, and he'd be happy to do that for you. Uh, so um, please do that. So before we get to him, let's do we do every week, right? Uh, you join us on the show, and if you haven't, uh, we. Uh, we, I walk you through the four areas of your life and check in with you to see how you're doing. We're four-part people, physical, mental, emotional, spiritual people. And the fact of the matter is uh, we've got to be working on ourselves every day. Um, if, we're not, if we're not, we don't stay static. Uh, we, we fall behind. The truth is if we're not growing, we're dying. And we've got to take an active, uh, an active role in our growth physically, mentally, emotionally, and spiritually. So rate yourself on a scale of 1 to 10. By the way, the rating scale is really just a measurement of where you're at and then kind of just an indication, what can I do to improve my performance? Um, This isn't about, oh my gosh, I'm a two, I'm forever a two, and so that means I'm a miserable person and I'm never going to get better. No, 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 no. You're two today. How do we get to a 2.25? How do we get to a 2.5? How do we just make little incremental improvements every day so that we can become better as human beings and so that we can become better as people and that we can interact with each other better? Because if we're better physically, we're better mentally, we're better emotionally, better spiritually, guess what? We're better people towards each other. And in this world, if there's anything that we need is we need to be better people towards each other. Um, and I don't think anybody can disagree with that. So on a scale of one to 10, one being ugh, 10 being woohoo, couldn't get any better uh, yeah. physically. Uh, you know, how would you say you're doing when it comes to eating right, getting enough exercise, drinking enough water, getting enough sleep, right? Five being average, right? That's your first number, whatever it is, mm. it is, it's okay. Second number is the mental intellectual number, right? And, and, you know, my wife says it all the time. You can't sit on a couch like a couch potato and somehow magically think that you're going to absorb uh, knowledge that's going to help you grow and wisdom and in who you are and what you do. And, you know, so what do you need to do? You need to be an active participant in your uh, intellectual growth. Reading books is a great way to do that. Uh, this is a good one. I'm just saying. This <laughs> as is good. it so happens. Yeah, as it so happens. As it, as it so happens. It, by the way, it says it's a hol, holistic approach to pricing power. Holistic. Mm-hmm. So I think that's a pretty good book maybe yeah. you might want to get into. Uh, you know what? But there are other things. You know, I mean, of course, reading, listening to books. Um, and by the way, if you're listening to book, take notes on the book. Don't just listen to it and forget it. Take notes, right? So you can do something. And then take action on it. So I scale what to would you inter, how would you feel about your intellectual growth? All right. It's your second number. Your Third number is your emotional number. And uh, actually, you know, interestingly enough, um, two people, uh, Daniel Goldman and Daniel Kahneman, actually do talk about emotions, <laughs> hmm. both do. And the truth of the matter is emotional intelligence, emotional quotients affect us in a variety of different ways. They affect consumers. As a matter of fact, I think you can make a really solid argument as I am a psychological professional. I would make a solid argument that we probably make all our purchases based on some sort of emotion. Absolutely we do. Yeah. yeah and
1: absolutely.
0: yeah, right. And so, you know, think about this. Think about this for a second. If you're emotionally in a bad place, right? How many times have you gone out and purchased something as a comfort purchase? Mm. Mm. No me. Bear <laughs> <laughs> says no, I've never done that before. <laughs> well, okay. Good for you, Pear. Now you uh, But you know, the truth of the matter is oftentimes, you know, what we call it. I mean, think about it. We do. We call it shopping therapy. Yeah. Right? That's an emotional yeah. thing. Okay. And uh, my life is going down the toilet. I'm going to go shopping. Oh, really? Mm. Right? So, you know, so emotionally, we are connected. Now, there's two ways you got to look at your emotions. One is how well are you able to control your emotions under stress and pressure? Mm -hmm. when life isn't going well? And then the second piece is, how well are you able to tap into and understand the emotions of others so that you can be a benefit to them? Now, listen, listen, businesses, listen to me, because I I know Pear is going to agree with this. That first part, controlling your emotions under stress and pressure, that's kind of a consumer thing, right? Where Mm -hmm. we, we need to control our spending and we need to control that emotionally. But the second part, which is really for all of us, but especially for businesses, how well you're able to tap into and understand the emotions of your consumer is critically, I think he will say, critically important to pricing right.
1: Yeah, absolutely. The, the, the um, Because what you said, I mean, all, all purchase decisions are emotional. Right. And if you're going to be successful in sales, you need to understand the emotions of your
0: buyer. Right. i love that when my guest agrees with me it just makes me feel so much better okay so on a scale of one to 10 how would you evaluate your emotion your emotional and your emotional side of who you are right
1: well um you know you started with health i think and and um i would think i'm a i'm an eight good right? and, and I'll t- tell you tell you the reason you know we're all aging right right oh yeah and, i'm right with you and, and one thing that increases with age is the risk for cancer right mm. i and my my doctor um got me to do a blood test mm. that identifies any of about 50 common types of cancers mm. and it came back clean
0: mm. you know yeah
1: so um so this is something new that they they've done i mean they're looking at the DNA of certain cells in the blood and stuff right. like that. Yeah. And and they can say, "Nope, you don't have that cancer, you don't have that cancer, you don't have that cancer, etc."
0: Right. Eliminate long 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 before you get any symptoms. Right right. Well, this is the thing, right? We eliminate worry. Worry reduces our stress, reducing our stress makes us healthier, yeah. right? I mean, taking the blood test, right? That's all part of it. Yeah. And, and then So, yeah, I mean, right? And then and then there's a final part, there's the spiritual part. Mm-hmm. Right, and, and a lot of people go. Oh, I don't know about the spiritual thing. The spiritual thing sounds weird to me. Well, the truth of the matter is, you have a will. Your mind, will, and emotions combined together kind of create the spirit of who we are, and can do things that help us go beyond what we think we can do, or what we feel we can do, or what our body says we can do. That's the that's kind of a spiritual part of us. And, and the truth of the matter is, we live by faith. Yeah. I mean, we all do. We do. I mean, you're sitting in a chair or maybe you're sitting in your car right now and you're believing that your car is going to go. That's faith. Mm-hmm. If you push the button on your car and you believed it was going to start or you turn the key, if you still have, I have a Jeep, I turn the key on my car, I believe it's going to start up every time I get into it. Well, that's faith, right? I made plans for my future, right? I, matter of fact, my wife and I made plans a year in advance to go to Israel on our 25th anniversary, wound up being in a war. Hmm. Wow. Okay? So... You know what? Though we had faith that we were going to go do it, we did get there. But for oh, a wow. year, for a year, for a year, we planned it by faith, mm. right? Because it, it, because it's it's we're spiritual people. Mm. When you when you, you when you see the crosswalk, you know, in the city, and it says walk, you walk across that believing the cars are not going to hit you. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You you absolutely.
1: It's the same when you do a purchase. You know, right. you have faith that
0: whatever you're gonna buy is gonna give you the value that you expect. Is it gonna last? Mm-hmm. Is it gonna is it worth what I paid for? Mm-hmm. Am I, I I mean, right? So so we're spiritually so you know you know, and then it's there's another part of the spiritual realm that says, you know, when everything is going bad around me, what keeps me centered and what keeps me giving a sense of peace and joy in the midst of chaos? Now mm-hmm. that it could be God it could be nature it could be meditation it could be a variety of things the question is is it working if not maybe you got to change it and then you got to do something different about it but I scale what to 10 how you feel about that right so yeah you- the,
1: the the um it's um i think spirituality is so important for 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 a lot of people and and um but you, at the same time it shouldn't shouldn't go over the top, right? Right, 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 right. You know, and and um like like um you know the, the because then 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 it could be, then then it come then it may become
0: more of a cult. Right, right, right. There becomes there comes a point where it goes so far, right, yeah. that that you cannot <laughs> You can no longer live in the world because you're so you're so involved in the spiritual realms that you're not actually being a participant in the world practically Mm -hmm. right that's right right you're you're no longer being a practical participant that the whole point or you you make the wrong decisions right right because the whole point of being centered spiritually is actually to give back to the world folks Mm -hmm. that's really what the spiritual realm should do is it should actually make you more of a servant to give to the world, rather mm-hmm. than to isolate yourself, which so many people do spiritually, is they go, I gotta separate myself from everything, and they live in their own little world because they don't want to be good, but that, that's not what we're supposed to do spiritually, what we're supposed to do, we're supposed to be so spiritually in tune that what happens is we're actually doing good for the world, that we're actually participating in the world, that we're actually mm-hmm. making the world a better place. That's when spirituality is at its best.
1: So right, anyway, can, right? Can I just tell you a little story? Sure. That I think is, is funny. I lived in the UK, uh, for a while um in the in the nineties. And when you got a a letter from any of the um you know the tax authorities or whatever, you know, government, it was always signed with your obedient server. Mm. Servant, sorry.
0: Mm. You know? Yeah, right. Well, not best regards, not anything else. It yeah. was your obedient, obedient servant. servant. Yeah. Yeah, and I, I and I love that. I miss that. We need to be more like that. I think we yeah. all can be like that. So you've got these four numbers now, physical, yeah. mental, emotional, spiritual, right? They're like the air in the tires of your car. If one of them is too low, the car veers, it's harder to steer, right? I got, We got really cold and one of my tires got really lower than the others. And mm-hmm. I noticed it, it, my car started leaning and I was fighting the steering because of one of my tires because I've got that little pressure thing on my dash sure. that says one of your tires is low. And, it, and I had to get it back to the air level in order to make the car ride smoother. But here's the other problem. If all four tires are low, mm-hmm. over the course of time, you're going to ruin the car. So, now, we want to bring them all up to the right height, right, is what we want to do. And somebody who does that really, really well is my friend, Per uh, He is the founder and CEO of Shvorz and Partners Incorporated in Los Angeles. He use, He's used pricing as a lever to turn around several European and U.S. companies in his 35 years of executive management experience. He's also a member of the Forbes Magazine Business Council, a member of the C-Suite Network, and most recently recognized as one of the top 50 global thought leaders and influencers on sales in 2023. He has been quoted repeatedly in the financial press, including Inc Magazine, The Street, Fortune Magazine, Industry Week, Business Insider, and the Financial Times. And he joins us now with his current book for a second time, the price whisperer, a holistic approach to pricing powder power, not powder, pricing power. Please welcome to the show, uh, my friend, Per Shavors. Per, welcome back to the show.
1: Jay, uh, it's always a pleasure to be on the show, and and I'm elated to um, hear and understand that uh, the first the, <clears throat> the first time. Um, gave you a lot of good feedback and a lot of questions and 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 maybe most importantly value to the audience i
0: I, you did and you know you you know the one thing that came back from the first time you're on the show was you know i you know i never thought you know we just i just i've just guessed at pricing right which you talk about in the book by the way you talk about Mm -hmm. that oftentimes people are just guessing what their prices should be and Mm -hmm. i had a lot of people say you know i would just guessed or what Mm -hmm. they did was I looked at my competitors, right? And my competitors mm-hmm. priced it this way. So I just went with what my competitors went. And I know that you say in the book, they probably guess too. So yes. you're, <laughs> they, you're working off their guesses. So I want to start with the new entrepreneur who's mm-hmm. trying to figure this out. Uh, they're, they're, uh, you know, I'm thinking about some folks from uh, one of the universities, um, who I talked with, who is starting his own new entrepreneurial thing, and he he says, you know, how do I figure out how I'm going to price this thing? What is it that I got to do, you know? Because I I don't want to I don't want to price myself out of the market. I don't want to give it away either. And but I'm brand new. I don't know what to do. And he's more of a service industry. So, pair, let's start with him. And uh, what would you recommend to him to do?
1: Well, um, if you're if you're brand new. And and this really goes back to the subtitle of my book, and that is that uh, we have to look at um, pricing holistically, mm. right? And and what that means is that everything you do matters when it comes to pricing.
0: Mm.
1: Um, it it matters how you market. It matters how you position yourself. It matters um, how you um, how you approach customers. Which channels you use for marketing, which um, types of how you you know your sales methodologies and so forth. Um, so so um, so everything matters, mm. and and um, pricing doesn't live in a vacuum. Now, mm. having said that, if if you're a, if you're a new start company, and I actually, I did this with my company when I started, I went to some CEOs i happen to know right and so so you know what we do in my my company is is obviously we do something called pricing research which is we go out to a market we find with great accuracy what the market is willing to pay so we can predict sales volume and revenue at different prices now what did i need as a as as a, when when i when i first started i didn't have anything right um, I I had an idea on how to do this process um, but I happened to know some some CEOs in sort of smallish um, to to mid-sized companies and I, I I said to them we will do one of these projects for you for free mm. right mm. Um, the the all and and we would learn from it, we would be able to make sure that the the, we would learn from from what the um, the, learn if the idea that I have actually worked, right. Um, And uh, if it gives you value, um, sorry about my camera, Um, if it gives you value, um, I want you to be a reference. Mm. Mm. And, and so then, then uh, you know, I started the company. Uh, three months later, I had three references that I could show paying customers.
0: Mm. Right, right, <laughs> right, 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 right.
1: You know, and 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 um, and and without those references, I probably wouldn't have been able to close deals with those paying customers.
0: And then, so by the way, that's brilliant. I, I, that is yeah. absolutely brilliant. You, you, you I basically offered—I I guess it falls under the category of what you call freemium. Yeah, right? it does. Yeah, right. It falls in the category of freemium, right? Because you talk about that. I think it's in chapter five. Mm-hmm. Um, and you know, when we when we think about that, right? But what you did was you didn't just offer it for free. You did, no. but you said, "Okay, I'll do this for free, but I want you to give me a reference." Correct. I see. That's that's. It, it's almost a, that's that's actually a great that's actually brilliant because because basically what you did is you you got tremendous value mm-hmm. out of doing something for free.
1: Yeah, correct. And 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 it's 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 the same with um, once you're a little bit established, you know, and 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 you have this pricing conversation, closing right. the deal conversation, and the and 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 your customers say something like. Uh, but you've got to give me a, a, a higher discount. Mm. You mm. say this. You, you do the same thing. Yes, I can give you a discount, but you have to give me an endorsement.
0: Mm. Mm, mm, mm. Yeah. So you. So you. Yeah. You, okay. You're not really giving away for free. It's just it's not costing them cash. It may be yeah. costing them time. It may be costing them intellectual capital. But mm-hmm. it may not be costing uh, cash. Cash. Yeah. Capital. Mm-hmm. Yeah. See. See, that's good. I hope everybody picked up on that, because that's really good. That's really, mm. really good. Uh, we're just getting started here with uh, Per Svors, uh, The Price Whisperer. Uh, a Holistic Approach to Pricing Power is the book. By the way, I've read it twice. Um, it's it's a it's a fabulous book. I've dog-eared it. I've, I showed Per uh, all the highlights, and then I've got 30-some-odd pages of notes um, here uh, that we're never going to get through uh, today. Um, mm. But we'll but I may keep him here till next week anyway. To do it anyway, just because I, I like him so much. Um, <laughs> but you're listening to him here on a new direction. Hey, folks! Epic Physical Therapy. therapy whether you're recovering from uh, an injury, surgery, suffering everyday aches and pains, having difficulty performing activities a day of daily living, maybe you're a professional athlete or athlete that just wants to look uh, just wants to improve. Uh, the Epic team will provide you with a customized treatment plan just just fits you. So when you're ready for your Epic Relief, Epic Recovery, Epic Results, don't look any further. Go to Epic PT. That's E P I C P T dot com. And Linda Craft Team Realtors for more than uh, 38 years. As a matter of fact, going on to 39th year. They have been helping people all over the world transition uh, in life. And that's because every time you move into a house, it's always a life transition. Um, every house you've ever lived in uh, or moved to, uh, moved out of, is a life transition. It always is. And they know how to take the stress out of that. So when you're ready to make your next life transition, whether you're selling your home or buying your home, um, you know what? Do yourself a favor. Go to lyndacraft.com. That's lindacraft.com. That's L-I-N-D-A-C-R-A-F-T dot com. And we're back here on A New Direction with uh, my friend Paris Vors, uh, talking about pricing. Um, one of the things uh, you you say in Chapter 4 is that a, that every company has a pricing strategy, even mm-hmm. if you don't fully realize you have a pricing strategy. In fact, you do. Mm-hmm. And and I know that that's true because everybody walks in the door and they, they've they got some idea of what they want to price. And mm-hmm. sometimes they take and what you call a simple pricing strategy. And, and sometimes these simple, well, I, I guess you would say, all, almost all the time, simple pricing strategies have some very serious flaws uh, that reduce company sales and they leave money on the table. So let's help out a... Let's take a, Let's take an example of a small business. They're a small little retail business um, that started, and uh, they live. They're down at the beach, and they sell um, all sorts of uh, things for beach houses, right? You know, like mm-hmm. the little, you know, things that they people put on their walls, or maybe some small furniture and things like that. And uh, there's other competitors in the area. And so they're, they're out there. How do we start, how do, should they start thinking about pricing in terms of what they're pricing in terms of those products and in comparison to their competition?
1: <clears throat> well, in, in, in retail, right, there, there's a, isn't there a saying uh, something like uh, stack them high and sell them cheap? <laughs>
0: I I completely forgot about that but that is absolutely true I remember yeah. working in retail yes that's true yeah and,
1: and so if if this company want to be really really profitable mm. you do exactly the opposite mm. right now if I mean imagine you if you go into a fashion retailer on 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 Fifth Avenue right mm. where nothing is affordable. <laughs> Um do they do they stack them up and sell them cheap no they don't no, no. they they let every single product stand by on its own mm. they make it unique they make it special right mm. compared to if you go into and in in this particular um case that you just talked about it just means that don't flood the 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 the, the store with 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 trinkets and little furniture and stuff like that, make sure that you have um, you have a display that it looks like a room, mm-hmm. and that you and and the, and that 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 you don't overwhelm people with choices. Mm-hmm.
0: Mm-hmm. And
1: and um, there is a um, now I'm taking this from memory, so the 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 numbers may not be exact, but there is a Famous experiment that was used that was done some ten years ago, so maybe fifteen years ago, um, where they put this was done in a university, uh, I think in I think in Chicago, um, they 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 put it on the table with um, uh, with with um, five or six different kinds of of jam, right. Mm-hmm. And, and they all came from the same uh, vendor, um, and, um, and 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 they, they put a price on it, whatever that price was. And and out of the people that came up and, and looked at the jam, right, something like twenty five percent bought. Mm. Then the next day they redid the experiment, but this time it was with thirty different kinds of jams, mm. right right um about the same number of people came up to the to 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 this desk and less than three percent bought Mm.
0: too many choices paradox of choice yeah yeah you You know yeah paradox of choice isn't that interesting yeah i i don't i you know i seem to recall was that dan aerley who did that did he do? It a similar, wasn't, no, it was well, I actually
1: have the the study.
0: I I, Dan, I thought Dan Early also did something similar to that one. He
1: probably did. Yeah, yeah um,
0: paradox. And,
1: of and, and um but but it's, I mean, it's a, it's a it's a like you said, the paradox of choice. It's a um, and you you know again we go back to to that little retailer on the beach. How many of these do you do you see that is so
0: full of stuff? stuff yes. Yeah. That that yes. you can't see the forest for the trees. No. Right. 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 And 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 it's so true that when you walk into Tiffany's, mm-hmm. right, everything has their own space. Yeah. Nothing is crowded. Yeah. Everything. Everything has their own space. Um, matter of fact, we were in Greece. Um, when, when we had to get out of Israel and we were in Greece and uh, we went shopping and my wife needed sunglasses mm-hmm. right and so it's interesting that when you walk into and I was I was actually thinking about this because I, I was watching how this was what they do with the glasses in these really fine sunglass stores or right mm-hmm. is everything is pretty spread out so that you could kind of see everything there are mm-hmm. yes there are choices but they're pretty spread out. They don't show you their entire inventory. No. They actually give you a taste of it, and then they've got these drawers that you don't see, where all of a sudden they pull out these drawers full of inventory, where they're going, oh, no, we've got something similar to that. How about this color?
1: Yeah.
0: Right? Because they don't show all the colors. They give you an idea. Mm -hmm. And if you kind of like that, well, we can tweak that a little bit Mm -hmm. through the drawer. And I found that to be... Interesting, and then you walk down to a place that sells less expensive. I won't say cheaper, but less expensive sunglasses, right? And it—that's not the only thing they sell. They got this. They got this uh, tube rack. I like to call it that. You can spin around. That's got all the yep. sunglasses on it, right? But then there's baseball hats and T-shirts, and 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 it's just full. I mean, it just it's yep. it's it is a um, how do I say this? It's sensory overload mm-hmm. with everything that you have going on there, right? And you don't want to purchase sunglasses from there, no, <laughs> right? You don't. right? And I think that's what the point you're making, right? Here. Yeah, exactly. And, and not only that is
1: is is if you if if, if you have a limited a limited number of choices, um, your 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 sales staff can actually interact with customers, mm. and and what that means is that you don't leave the buying decision up to the customer only you 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 will have chance to yeah to interact with the customer mm.
0: right right
1: um and and you can also afford it because you're not going to sell stuff at at low 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 margins
0: right 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 be, well and it, th- this requires discipline right. tremendous discipline yeah well, and i think people i think people find it risky don't they i mean is that what you have found is that they they they, they don't want it. they almost feel like it's too risky to do that
1: because, yeah, because you you, you it, it's like when when you fill the store with stuff, right? The easy thing to think is that there's going to be something for anybody,
0: right? Right, 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 right,
1: right, right, right. But again, um, if we go to to, 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 to retail, um, the the um, I think the average grocery store has something like sixty thousand SKUs, right?
0: Right, right,
1: right. right. Um, Trader Joe's. Have three thousand SKUs, (laughs) and they also have the highest per square feet uh, revenue of all retailers in the U.S. Isn't that interesting? You know. Isn't that
0: interesting? They they don't have fifty kinds of red pasta sauce. Right, 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 right. They have two. Right, 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 right. You know, is it? You know, this is interesting. Now I'm thinking about a restaurant example, right? Mm -hmm. And. There is something really cool about a restaurant that has a very limited menu, but everything is fresh versus mm-hmm. somebody who has everything on their menu. Right? Yeah. I mean, right? They, I mean, you're willing to pay you're almost willing to pay more because you know that okay, this is a very limited menu. They're only getting what's fresh right now. So, mm-hmm. you're willing to pay more because you know it's going to be absolutely fresh. Yeah. Versus going to the restaurant that's got four or five pages of entrees to choose from.
1: Yeah, I mean that—that's why I don't go to a deli. Mm. I mean the the, the, the um the, a deli menu is like they have 250 <laughs> different dishes.
0: I mean, what could be fresh? Uh, Nothing. Well, yeah, no, I, I, you know what it, I, I, I think, they, yeah, right, okay.
1: Yeah, and they probably have like five dishes that they're selling a lot of right right right, right. or maybe a dozen dishes they're selling right. a lot though and and the rest there just sits in in either in the freezer right or or in in a, in a fridge somewhere and and just age
0: <laughs> which is not good there's what? nothing good about that at all no uh, yeah no i get it yeah right okay well let's 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 talk about something else that's really let's move to another scenario Mm-hmm. I wanna kinda of walk through that was, by the way, that was really good. That was that was really, really, really good there. All right, so here's another scenario. Um uh you know, we got higher inflation now. Mm-hmm. And uh I'm in an industry where I have um you know, I'm in a sales industry. Let's just take something like insurance or real estate, right? Something mm-hmm. like that where you know, you, you you don't have a lot of sales room. You have some, but you you have and inflation's gone up, and yet there's fewer customers available um, because the cost of housing. You have low inventory, you have um, higher interest rates, and, and everything. Um, how do you how do you price your service in that kind of scenario?
1: Well, insurance is so highly regulated that you don't right. have any wiggle room.
0: Right, and and, and largely the same true in real estate, right? Yeah. So, um, so
1: the 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 the, the uh, it's 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 all about. Um, let me give you a little story. Okay. You no, know? which um, we talked about a restaurant, and this is right. a, a restaurant uh, story. Yesterday, the New York Times had an article saying that in-restaurant-dining, in, restaurant, uh, dining in um, you know, like the, the McDonald's, the Chick-fil-A's and, and those guys, are down 30%, mm. right? Okay. What's up 50% or thereabouts is, um, is pickup. So the whole restaurant industry is going through a, a mega change in how they—it's not delivery, it is pickup, mm. right? And what it means is it um, is is that the restaurant you must follow the market, right? Right. And and um, you must follow the market and and adjust your restaurant so that it's more. You, you don't need as many tables anymore. Right. You don't need as many. Um, um as as you know pay rent for for big portions of of, 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 of real estate that you're not going right, to use, right right. you need to focus on um, having apps that allow people to um, make a purchase, pay in the app and then pick up
0: and then pick up, right. I
1: mean have you have you been to a Starbucks lately? Uh, yes. And and yes. you, I mean they have these they've started to have these huge um, uh, desks with different uh, um, sections you know right just for pickup
0: yeah no no you, you go on your app right yeah you go on the app you do it and you and you pay for it on your app and then you go and it's got your name on it yeah
1: exactly and you just
0: pick it up and yeah. you avoid the line uh, Dunkin Donuts does the same thing hmm. You know, from, well, I'm sure they do.
1: Uh, but what, what I'm saying is that there is a yeah. you, you started to talk about uh, inflation. Right. And um, and um, obviously, when there is a when there is a, uh, a, a complete shift in the purchase uh, behavior of your customers, mm. you better move with that shift. Right. And and. If you're if you're in real estate and and uh, or, and, and you see fewer customers maybe, um, where have they gone?
0: Right.
1: Is it that is it that your way of doing business is not as attractive anymore? Mm. And they go somewhere else.
0: Right.
1: Is it, um, is it that I mean we because of inflation and because of the high interest rates and so forth. Um, People are buying less houses. There's no doubt about that. Right. Although um, I read today that it's 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 actually getting um, a little bit of a recovery now mm-hmm. as inflation has gone down, and and we don't see further hikes on interest and so forth. Um, but it's it's all about understanding the customer. Right. And if the customer behavior change, you got to change with the customer behavior. you,
0: you, you know this is the great point that you're making here. And that is, you ask a very simple question that I'm not sure we've asked that people mm-hmm. ask. And that is, where has the customer gone? Yep. I mean, because they haven't all hidden because clearly their customers are buying, right? Whether it's real estate or insurance. I mean, that people are buying it. Mm-hmm. Why are they not buying from you? And if they're not buying from you, who are they buying from?
1: Yeah.
0: Right. I mean, I mean, that's, it's a pretty simple question, but why did they choose someone else versus you? And, and then you make a really good point. You know, another great point, And that is, you know, your business model's not working,
1: mm-hmm.
0: you know, and not working as well as it used to, as well as it used to. Right. And you got to change that. You got to change that. And, and, you know, it's hard for us to admit that, isn't it? If we've done business for any length of period of time, it's hard yeah. to admit that, you know what, our model's no longer do I dare say it relevant or it's not as it's not as becoming as it once was? Right.
1: But, but you know, the, 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 the biggest problem here, the biggest problem or, or why companies have this problem mm. is that they talk to customers as opposed to talk to the market.
0: Mm. Explain, okay. that. Explain that.
1: Well, um, let me again tell you. Let me tell you a story right, how this works. And this is a, a, a customer of mine from many years ago. Um, they, um, they manufacture small batches of, of, of drugs for use in clinical trials. And these batches, they, they brew them like beer, roughly, you know? And, and um, it's, a, it's a U.S. company, but uh, they were metric, oddly enough. So they told us that um, these batches, they were focusing all their business on 2000 liter batches because that's what the market wanted. And they had their website was full of the benefit of 2000 liter batches, their sales material, every marketing that was all about the benefit of 2000 liter batches. And they said to us, other batch sizes is nothing. Everybody wants 2,000-litre batches. And that was because they were very close to their customers. And they asked their customers all the time, what batch size do you want? And they said 2,000 litres, because they were self-selected on the company's marketing message.
0: Mm.
1: Right? And when we actually then got out and talked to the market, we found that 2,000-litre batches was only preferred by a quarter of the market, right? So they were missing out on three quarters of the market by not having 500 liters, 1,000 liters, 5,000 liter batches. Mm.
0: So,
1: so they were living in a in an echo chamber.
0: Do you well, see how that works? Yeah, right. Because it's kind of like this odd anchoring. On one thing, right? We're anch- so anchored on what we're doing here, is we're not really paying attention to everything else around us.
1: In in a way, but but it, this is such a um, it's it's such a common mistake for for companies to um, to to talk only to customers as opposed to talk to the market, mm. including customers, obviously, mm. and because you know. W- w- we all make our purchase decisions uh, right. for a variety of reasons. That's how we select select where we're going to buy, right? Right. So, um,
0: so your advice here, then, your advice here, I mean, sounds to me like don't rely on your customers to tell you what to change in your market.
1: No, you need to talk to your non-customers.
0: You, you need to talk to your own customers. Not, not- to
1: your non-customers to the customers that didn't buy from you.
0: Oh. Well, that can be difficult. <laughs> yeah, yeah, of course it's
1: difficult. Um but 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 it is those that didn't buy and understand why they didn't buy. Right. That's where your 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 increase in market share, your growth is going to come from.
0: Yeah. See, that's that's really really that's really good too because you know, talk to the people who didn't buy from you. Yeah. Oh, yeah. That's beautiful. His name is uh Paris Vors. Uh the book uh The Price Whisper a holistic approach to pricing power and we're doing some very practical um application uh, today from this book uh that is is really powerful. I'm just telling you uh you're going to want to um have your friends CEOs, uh, entrepreneurs listen to this show uh over and over and over again because you're getting gold from the Price Whisper, and you're listening to him here on A New Direction. Hey folks, Epic Physical Therapy, my physical therapist, I think they should be yours too. Uh, their facility offers the most advanced top of the line equipment including the Alter-G Anti-Gravity Treadmill, the Normatec compression sleeves and Game Ready, my favorite, ice and compression. All at the same time, they train is certifying the most comprehensive cutting-edge treatments available. Things like blood flow restriction therapy, dry needling, and cupping, and that's just a few. So, when you're ready for your epic relief, epic recovery, epic results, don't look any further. Go to epicpt.com. That's E P I C P T.com. And Linda Craft Team Realtors for more than 38 years. As a matter of fact, going on to the 39th year, uh, they have served uh, people all over the world, um, thousands of people. Uh, and if they're independently owned and operated, they would love to serve you. And they are also looking for, um, agents who would like to join their team. So if you are a North Carolina licensed agent uh, in the Greater Research Triangle Park area, they would love to talk to you. Tell them that you heard about them on A New Direction and um, you know, and get in there and go through the door and maybe you become a Linda Craft team agent. And uh, her website, by the way, is uh, That's lindacraft.com. That's L-I-N-D-A-C-R-A-F-T dot com. And we're back here on a new direction uh, with my friend Per Jvorz and um, Price Whisper, uh, a holistic approach to pricing power. Um, by the way, folks, this is a great book. And let me just say something, a few things about this book before we get back with Per, because I just want to say something. Um, he he talks about the pricing process, steps to pricing, disruption, pricing levels. Um, it, it just goes on and on. These are these chapters are not long. But boy, they're powerfully packed. Uh, price waterfalls, potential growth factors, uh, different differently targeted growth factors, um, uh, price uh, elasticity, um, contribution margin by product, client, independent agents, uh, price sensitive meters. I mean, it just goes on and on and on. Um, it's it's a fantastic book. I'm I cannot um, recommend it enough. Um, I really, really suggest that you get yourself a copy of this. Um, he talks about ethics and in pricing, international pricing, internet pricing, sales compensation. Um, all of it uh, is right here in this book, and uh, if this is going to be a valuable tool. This is a tool in your toolbox forever. Um, and whether you're starting a new business or whether you're uh, been in business for a hundred years, um, really need to take a look and do a listen to this. Per, is this uh, is your book on Audible?
1: No, it's not. No.
0: It, it's, um, it's not.
1: I, I, need to, I need to get it on Audible. So, I, I haven't done that
0: yet. Yeah, listen, if you want to hire me to read, I do I do that type of thing. Uh, so if you want to hire me to read for your book, I'm happy to do it since I've read it twice. Um, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> just, just saying if you're looking you for know, it,
1: I, I have to tell you this that I tried um I my my publisher said it's always good if the if the if it's the author to yeah, read it. It's true. I couldn't read my own text. <laughs>
0: <laughs> I, it, it, I, 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 listen, I've written four books, and I struggled. I struggled through both two of the ones that I put in Audible, and yeah. I struggled reading my own books. It was a struggle.
1: Yeah, yeah it's hard. You know, I can read somebody else's text. <laughs> yes, I can. I can talk about stuff. That, you know, in the book, right. but reading my own text was just very, very. It didn't work.
0: Yeah, I, it, it was hard for me too. So don't don't feel bad. It was very hard. As a Matter of fact, it took me so many hours to work through my to work through the um, Audible book. Um, hmm. but it's it's really easy to do. But anyway, just saying, yeah. if, if you do want uh, some... That's if, a good,
1: good yeah. idea. Yeah, if you um, do want some... To... Um, but can, can, can I... Um, you can do whatever you want. Yeah, uh, <laughs> let's go back to it. Let's go back to this little retailer yeah. on the beach. Yeah,
0: right? yeah. let's do that.
1: And, and and talk about non-customers. Okay. Right. So what do you have in this retailer? Where, where you have some people come in and they browse and, and uh, probably nine out of 10 will just walk out again right right they won't buy right right so what should the the, what think about what should the 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 uh this little retailer do well they should of course intercept those people as they walk out and Mm. say can i ask you a few questions and here's the fiber.
0: Mm. right right
1: and again Nine out of ten people will say no. But you do this for a week or two weeks, and eventually you have talked to fifty non-buyers. Right. And then you can start summarize. What did? Why did they? Did they all say that? Um, and 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 this needs to be a drill down question. I mean, meaning that if somebody says I didn't like it, mm. you have to ask why didn't you like it you know or um you know I you know I looked at this t-shirt but the size wasn't right you know or yeah. whatever you know um so you have to drill down but it's it's certainly worthwhile doing mm. and and you give them a, a small monetary compensation and people are happy to um to talk to you some people are happy to talk to you
0: you know what? That's a pretty cool way. To, I, I was just thinking, you know, you could give somebody a Starbucks card,
1: mm-hmm. right?
0: Have a bunch of Starbucks cards and say, yeah, "Hey, you listen," can do that. right? I guess that would work the same way too, right? You just say, "Hey, it listen." Would
1: work this, yeah, it's Starbucks card or or or, or
0: just 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 five dollars. Right, you know? right, right, right. Five dollars right. for five minutes. Right, 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 right. Yeah, because it's it's those people that you need to. You real those people are the ones who are going to tell you the most information. It's not the people yeah. who you currently have that no. are going to tell you the most accurate information. It's the yeah. people that are not,
1: yeah,
0: buying from you that are going to give you. And the- you
1: ask for help. Can Can right. you please help me? I mm. saw you didn't didn't buy anything. Can you please help me to understand why?
0: Mm. And you ask for help. Most people give you help. Mm. Yeah, you, you know, you know, I I. I think this is also the case that we can do in any industry. Yes. Right. Because you, you, I mean, you, you're, you know, you know, one of the top thought leaders in sales Mm -hmm. and I'm sure salespeople all the time probably go, I don't know why they didn't buy for me. Mm -hmm. But what you're really saying is to those salespeople, I'm guessing is we'll go and ask them Mm -hmm. why they didn't.
1: We did it uh, for my company you know obviously i have people some people buy some people don't right so uh, we we reached out to um, you know all the people all the individuals that um, we've engaged with we sent proposals to and and that that uh, that didn't buy mm. right and um, and we gave them a, a a little bit of money comp- compensation for, for, for answering a, a short survey that we have created, right? right? And and we found that uh, the main reason they didn't buy was that the proposals we provided lacked clarity. Mm. So uh, so we, of course, have worked on making sure that our proposals are, are better in, in clarifying what we do and what they're going to get and so forth,
0: mm. right? Right, 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 right. Yeah, that makes that makes so much sense. I think, you know, I I, I wonder how often, and maybe you can help me, I mean, because you work with so many more companies, I wonder how often we're just afraid to ask the question. Or maybe we're afraid the answer. I don't know. It, it, do you get a sense?
1: We're, I'm sure we're afraid of the answer. Yeah. And, and I'm sure you know and many of the audience know that um, the most common mistake in sales
0: is not to ask for the business,
1: because mm. you can always get a no, and nobody wants to know.
0: Right, 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 no, right. Right, right, right. Yeah, we we want you to say yes, but we don't want to ask for the business because we're afraid, more afraid of you saying no. Yes. Yeah, that's that's a problem. <laughs> well, I mean, it's
1: a very common. It's a very common problem. Right, right, right,
0: right. No, no, no. You're absolutely. You're absolutely right because, um, it, it it's it's an issue. There's something that you said at, in chapter five. I think it is chapter mm-hmm. five, and you talk about good, better, best, yes, and yes. and that we need to reverse that, in terms of pricing. Mm-hmm. Um, Help us understand going from good, better, best to best, better, good.
1: <laughs> yes, <laughs> I could never do that so simple. <laughs> um, the the, the um, every purchase is is made in in context with references, mm. and um, <clears throat> it the reason the reason why we want to have these good, better, best reversed is that as we read. Um, Left to right, Mm. the first number that we want to see, the first price we want to see, should be a high number, right? Mm. Because that sets a reference for the um, for the other two levels Mm. that make them sound more appropriate,
0: more attractive, more more, more affordable. Yeah,
1: Mm -hmm. right. Right. And and um, it's it's really interesting. I'm I'm using this example in my in my presentation. You go to uh, Mailchimp, mm-hmm. right? Uh you go to their pricing page and, and they have a um they have an offer that is, I think it is two hundred forty-nine dollars a month. Mm-hmm. And the next level down is fourteen ninety nine. Nobody's gonna buy that two hundred and forty nine dollars.
0: Right. right,
1: right. It just sits there so that the fourteen ninety-nine per month is going to look really really affordable.
0: Right, right. It's really And rewarding. then
1: they have a sort of 5.99 a month that is includes so little that you you won't get anything for your money. So it's almost forced so choice. It exactly, that's what it is.
0: Yeah. So you tier tier your tear your pricing. Yeah. is is
1: And is... and it, you should absolutely have good better best and it should be presented best
0: Better good, right? Yeah, best, better good, yeah. Yeah. That, that's so, I I found that fascinating because I, I don't think we think about tiered pricing very often, and yet it's used commonly on the internet whenever yes. you purchase a service, service of some sort. Um, they have, uh, you know, they offer it, they offer these tiers. Typically, though, you see them go from good, better, best is what they mm-hmm. do. You're saying reverse that, go best, better, good. Yes, um, Which is much better. Um, we've done an hour uh pair oh, wow. i know it's gone fast it always does with <laughs> you um thank you for being on the show tell people how they can get a hold of you yeah the you know the best
1: way is just uh do a google search for the price whisper you get 10 million hits right? and most of them are me
0: <laughs> yeah yeah most of them are you It's
1: it, you know it's my book is my youtube channel it's my company and, and everything
0: so awesome pair stay with me oh. Um, Hey, folks, uh, this is the show. You know what I say? You're in control of three things. You're in control of your attitude, your effort, and your resiliency. Life can crumble around you, but you know what? You still can control that attitude. You still control your effort, and your effort is related to your excellence. And there can be a whole bunch of hands trying to help you get back up, but only you decide to get back up again after you've been hit. I'm going to be back next week with another great guest, another great show. It's going to be another great book, of course, too. You know what I say to you all over the world? You had a lot of choices. You chose us. I thank you for that. Give us a thumbs up on YouTube. Give us a like on your favorite uh, podcast player. You know, tell DBTV you love watching the show wherever you are in the world. If you're listening to us by radio, tell your radio station, hey, you know what? A New Direction is really awesome. We want to hear more of it. As I say to you all over the world, you know that it is. Ciao, everybody. A New Things are gonna change. You can find the strength to go a different way. Yeah, the time has come. Your dreams will take you places you have never been before. Find your passion, find your strength. Don't worry.